What's up, guys? You're listening to the FYI podcast where we talk about all things faith, life, adulting, relationships, finances. I'm Josiah Keneally. And I'm Mike Keneally. And we want to say happy Friday to every single one of the listeners who's tuning in for the first time or maybe the 20th time. Uh, we just want to say happy Friday. We want to help you end your week strong, but start your weekend even stronger. And Josiah, it's 2023 it is welcome to 2023 people. It's a new year. And a lot of us are praying about, you know, making much of this year mm-hmm. and making much of the name of God. And I just want to read one review that Tyler left us. And he said hey, on Apple podcast, thank you, by the way, for listening for every mm-hmm. review. Spotify emailed us and let us know, by the way, that we wrapped up 2022 in the top 5% globally. Yeah. Of all podcasts. Incredible. And that's thanks to you as the listener for journeying with us. And this is all about the name of Jesus and the faith of the next generation. We're really passionate about it. And Tyler said, amazing podcast. Josiah might can nail it when it comes to today's topics. Love how they are open and honest about everything Mm -hmm. they talk about. Definitely add this podcast to your rotation. Now you will not be disappointed. God keep blessing this amazing couple in their ministry. So Tyler, thanks for joining us on this journey. And to you as the listener, if that's not mm-hmm. something that you've done yet, right. leaving us a review, subscribing and sharing this with a friend will help us reach more listeners with the message of Jesus. Yeah. And today we're going to be taking it one step deeper. 2023, we want to start every year strong, right? I think so many people get like steadfast and focused on, I'm going to do X, Y, Z for the next 12 months. Um, and sometimes we can't even make it past 12 days. Right. And one of the questions that I think we've been wrestling with just in life and just in general is the question I think many young adults are asking in this generation currently. And they're asking not only what is the purpose of life? How do I discover my purpose? How do I use my gifts, my talents, my treasures? Aside from that, I think the ultimate question they are asking is simply this, how do I live and leave a legacy. Oh my gosh. That is the goal of our entire life and the glory of God and leaving a wake of blessing for the next generation. You know that if you've listened to either of our podcasts, Mm -hmm. FYI or Young Adults Today, Mm -hmm. the reason why we believe we're here is that one generation is to tell the next of the marvelous deeds of God. That's what Psalms says. And I think in addition to that, we want to see like you often say, babe, we want to see hell emptied and heaven filled. Right. And even more specifically, we want to see young adults reached for Christ in our world today. We're fanatical about <laughs> those things. And this episode, to be honest, is going to come from a little bit of a vulnerable place mm-hmm. where we're still processing. And uh, my brain's a little bit foggy about this one, yeah. just because we... um are recording at the week of celebrating the life yeah. of one of my mentors. Right. Uh, one of the people who's called me champion and I called him coach. Yeah. And his name was Roger Lane. And we're just um, dedicating this episode kind of as a tribute to him. We're going to talk and unpack mm-hmm. about living a legacy, leading a legacy. We're going to touch on a couple of things like mentoring, what to look for in a mentor, as right. well as how you can actually, you're not too young to become a mentor. Right. Yeah, And um, we don't claim to have figured all of this out. Like, I'll be honest, more than any other episode, I think this comes from a place of I'm still grieving the loss. Mm -hmm. I still feel a little bit lost in some goal setting, some dreaming, because if this is okay to share, Mm -hmm. um, 
Roger was one of the pastors who hired me in a ministry right out of North Central University. I was like 21, 22 years old. He became my life coach. And I remember my parents gave me an iPad as a graduation present. And one of the first notes I made on that iPhone Mm -hmm. was life coaching with Roger. And he asked me a few questions. He's Mm -hmm. like, what do you need to do the next three years? So you're satisfied with your life. Yeah. He also asked me, what would you do? If you knew you couldn't fail, you knew God was on your side and money wasn't an issue. Mm -hmm. And those few questions really invited me into conversations and a mentoring relationship that honestly, like has kind of set the, the path and the framework for launching a 501c3 and nonprofit ministry. And so, um, definitely, I'm feeling like the need that there's a great big call on my life Mm -hmm. and I'm challenged right now. Mm -hmm. I'm inspired by the life and the way that he lived, Uh, but I'm mourning a loss too. Yeah. And just to kind of give the audience perspective today, Josiah, like we just want to keep in mind that we, we have all experienced loss. We're all going to experience loss, whether that's family, that's friends, that's a mentor, that's a pastor to us, that's someone near and dear to our hearts is the fact that we were literally at his funeral five, six hours ago, Mm -hmm. um, just recording this and just realizing like at your funeral, um, I read this in one of the books that I was reading, um, not the purpose driven life, the favor factor. That's what it was the favor factor. And I was reading it and it's, it simply said this, don't let your funeral be the place where people wonder what you were all about. Mm -hmm live it out, like Mm -hmm. live out the legacy and the life that God has given you. And we're obviously elements of us are all trying to discover and uncover what that is and means to each and every one of us as individuals, as couples, as pastors, leaders, students, um, people in the workforce marketplace, wherever you're at, like living and leaving a legacy, I think is essential in this day and age because people remember you and they're going to remember not maybe your face, but how you made them feel in those moments. Right. So I think just even today is just uncovering and unpacking the fact that it's not too late for you to start making good and godly decisions. It's not too late for you to get out of the relationship that you're in, that, you know, you shouldn't be in. It's not too late to offer forgiveness to the people Mm -hmm. that you've not forgiven yet. It's not too late to tell your friends and family, you love them. And I just want to encourage you, like we're being challenged in a sense the funeral that we attended and I'll say the cell the life celebration of Roger totally was not this extreme, I don't know, gloomy feeling because everybody there had a testimony because they were touched by him and his life in one way or another, like touched by him and he touched their life. And I think the amazing thing is Josiah, like we didn't have to sit at this um, celebration and wonder what was Roger about? Mm-hmm. What was his mission in life? Like what was his anthem or his mission statement? Like, what he like lived out is what he lived out Hmm. in the marketplace, down the street, raising funds to a stranger, to a server at a restaurant, like the the extension of a hand to say, Hey, I'm a friend. I'm here for you. If that's what you're looking for. Oh, Hey, you're looking for a pastor. I'm willing to pray for you. Hey, you're looking for a fire pit in my front yard and driveway any summer night, knowing that there's an extra chair for you. So just keeping in mind those things of just, let let it be said of us during our life and let it be a testimony of how we're living. So when it comes to the, you know, the celebration of each and every single one of our lives, we don't have to leave our friends wondering what were they about? 
because they knew what we were about because we were living it out on the side of the earth. So, so good. And one of the things that life coaches do is they kind of help you figure out even this podcast, part of the existence of mm-hmm. FYI is answering and asking and wrestling mm-hmm. with the questions and issues of life that matter. And right. one of the things that Roger really helped a lot of individuals, hundreds of individuals, myself included do was to craft a life mission statement. Right. And it not only was his funeral a great, you know, example of celebrating a life and a mm-hmm. life that's aspirational in the mm-hmm. sense that it was all about Jesus mm-hmm. for him and evangelism. It was about stewardship of his life and time and treasures and talent and every yeah. everything that was in his hands. It was also about generosity and missions. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of when, I guess when I think of Roger, I often think of a few of the one-liners he had that were just remarkable. One of them is his mission statement was to be a help to the helpless, a hope to the hopeless and a friend to the friendless. Mm-hmm. And there's aspects of that that certainly come from the New Testament. They're Jesus themes. So friendship, that sounds like Jesus, right? Friendship, help and hope. Yeah. And at the same time, there's um, parts of the, that was that was very unique to him. But there's parts of that that I can pick up, mm-hmm. that we can pick up the mantle yeah. as maybe the next generation and even to pass on to our daughters, to future generations, mm-hmm. to those that we have the opportunity to pastor or lead. Yeah. And I guess that um, if what would you think about talking about um, generosity, evangelism, and then um, stewardship? Yeah. A minute each, like yeah. unpack your thoughts to mm-hmm. you, Micah, when, yeah. you, when you think of generosity, what comes to mind? I think generosity is a willingness to give and a willingness to give up in the process, like give up of something of yourself, whether it's your time, your talent, your treasure, finances, giving to something bigger than yourself and to do that selflessly with no expectation of anything else in return, other than the fact that you offered whatever one of those things is. So I think of generosity as you do it, you don't do it begrudgingly, you give it with a generous heart. And that could be, time is the one thing that we can never get back on the side of eternity. So to me, time is one of those essential things. And I think that kind of bleeds into mentorship, discipleship, and all those other facets. So just kind of, that's what I think of when I think of that. And a friend of ours, Justin, he pointed this out to me earlier um, this year where he just said like, look, there's a lot of people who are rich and not generous. Mm -hmm. And there's plenty of people who are generous and not rich. Like, I think that's something that needs to be debunked as far as like generosity. You Mm -hmm. might feel like you you don't have a lot and it doesn't take a lot to be generous. Right. Right. That's good. Start with what's in your hand, your head, your heart. And uh Talk about, you know, similarly, that kind of segues into stewardship mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. So I think anything stewardship, I think is the willingness to use what is before you, your gifts, your talents, your treasures. Um, it could be the gift of photography. It could be mm-hmm. the gift of hospitality. It could be, I mean, the gift of connection and make making friends and having those connection points. So I think when we think of stewardship is not wishing you had something, but using what you have until you're blessed with what's next. And I think so many times we want, we wish a season away or we wish mm-hmm. we had something that other people had, but in reality, it's, you know what, like what's before us and what's, what's in our hands, what's in our head, what's in our heart. Let's steward those things and give them back to God in the process. So what do you think of when you think of stewardship? Anything along those lines? Just I'm reminded of Psalm 24, one, and we talked about this recently on mm. the podcast, the earth is the Lord's everything 
and in it. it. Yeah. I came into this world naked. I'm going to die one day naked. I can't take any of it with me. So rather than being the silly monkey that's caught with the hand in the jar, can't go anywhere, go the banana. can't do anything. <laughs> living a life that's open-handed to yeah. stewardship and and not passively right still steering right 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 the car in the lane that God's assigned us yeah. and the last one we talked about generosity talked about stewardship and i think just one more area that they highlighted these um fits with the podcast perfectly by the way but evangelism like yeah. being a soul winner being somebody mm-hmm. who has the hope of the G- hope of the Jesus hope of the only Jesus the hope the. of the gospel <laughs> hope of Jesus and being a person that shares that with others yeah that's good well I think even to be an evangelist is just being a believer willing to share their faith mm-hmm. with others that's what it is it's winning winning one more soul to spend eternity with Christ when the reality is how many people aren't going to heaven, right? Because they do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And it would be said of Roger that even on his last days and his last minutes, like he was still praying for his neighbors that were still coming by to kind of say, yeah, how are you doing? Saying their goodbyes or the saying there, you know, we appreciate you as a neighbor, whatever was said. And he was still willing to pray for them. And he just, I guess he would say, you know what? There's one more soul that needs to be like one. And I think that so many times that a win for, I don't want to say win for us, but when we lead people to Christ, we're not the answer, but we're pointing people to Christ. It's a win for heaven, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a win when we're, we're using our talents, our treasures, stewarding them well. It's a win when, when I just think of like every time a, uh, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Like that's said in one of our favorite Christmas movies, it's a wonderful life. And I think like anytime somebody says yes to Jesus, heaven cheers, right? Like yeah. there is a celebration, right. whether it's one or it's a thousand in an arena and in those moments. So there is a party going on that we aren't necessarily being a part of, but we get to help hopefully, hopefully usher, um, the presence of God everywhere we go so they can experience that. So just thinking like when you're loving selflessly, you will be able to selflessly, selfish, selflessly love and impact others wow. when you're living and leaving a legacy. So, wow. and you know, Roger had these four things yeah. of like, he called them the keys to success in life and leadership. The first was to be on time. Um, that one was harder for me to learn. Mike is very punctual. You don't need to teach her that, but I definitely needed to be taught and still need to grow in the area of be on time, be early. Right. Second is do what you say you're going to do. Be a person of your word. Right. The third is finish what you start. That's good. The last one is to say, please. And thank you. And this is like some of the things that we want to teach our girls that you learn at a very <laughs> young age. And what's amazing about adulting is a lot of it is mastering the fundamentals the basics we're going back to the basics the building blocks of life because we're nothing but a bunch of big kids like little kids stuck in big kid bodies let's be real yeah and it's called adulting like it's not gonna stop you guys so if you're listening you're like 18 to 30 you're like oh my gosh i got my car it broke down i need tires guess what that's a form of adulting and we're here for you but just know that you're not alone like you could be 70 80 years old and that could still happen to you right it's a form of adulting and it's beautiful so let's embrace it and I just think of generosity is a common theme and and we want to be generous people. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that it's a determination mm-hmm. that you, you make that you grow right. that muscle of giving and generosity. And, um, one of the things that was unique about 
what we do, quite mm-hmm. honestly, that I met with some of um, my friends and I, I met with these two guys that I went to college with. And I just said, look, I love what I do. And one of the most challenging parts of what God's called us mm-hmm. to do is Mike and I, we lead a ministry. And so part of that is fundraising. Like we need to meet with people, churches, businesses, leaders, and what has helped us honestly, and gave us such a peace of mind and an advantage in that was having a coach who had helped hundreds of churches, hundreds of ministries, hundreds of leaders become fully funded fast. Right. And, um, I just am grateful for that. And even though it's, it's still like an ongoing challenge, like, Mm -hmm. aren't you glad that we weren't alone? Oh yeah, definitely. I think there's so many things that we can learn from the people around us. Like, I don't know. I think we forget sometimes as believers, whether you're feel like you're the only Christian in your college dorm, or you're the only one on your college campus or your floor, wherever you're at to know that you're not alone and to link arms with the right people at the right time is just, oh man, it's a recipe for success. Mm -hmm. And just to pray for those opportunities when it comes to living and leaving a legacy, like And it's not in our name. So when we say living and leaving a legacy, it's not to build our kingdom or like young adults today or FYI or Josiah or Micah. Like it is about the name of Jesus. It about is it a it is about seeing the kingdom of God grow. So like we truly can see hell empty and heaven full of young adults and obviously everybody else. But I mean, that's primarily like one of our biggest things. And to know that we're not doing that alone. And anything that you're up against, I would say that somebody has already been there. Jesus probably encountered elements of what you're experiencing, maybe not to the same degree because Mm -hmm. we're in a different century, but understanding that there's nothing too big or too small that our God can't do for you, whether that's fundraising, whether that's paying off your college tuition, whether that's getting out of debt, whether that's your fear of the future, the fear of not getting married, getting married. Um, children, no children, where do I move? How do I do it? Like whatever questions that you're coming up against and those decisions that you are currently making, know that you are not alone. Like Josiah and I, we pray for young adults all the time. So if you're listening and you specifically want to be prayed for by name with your specific, you know, thing that you're trying to navigate through, we can do that, you know, and know that we have been praying for the listeners at large when it comes to this and the people who are asking these incredible questions, but to live and leave a legacy, just keeping in mind that it's not about the money it's about what has god given us to use on this side of the earth to make it better for his kingdom while leading people to christ and whether that's giving of your time your talents learning how to steward or it is simply just what's the last one brain fart sharing the gospel sharing the gospel evangelism right there so sharing the gospel that we have like the golden ticket to somebody's breakthrough moment. They're one invitation away from not the party that's happening mm-hmm. down the street, not from invitation to be in a relationship with the wrong person, one invitation to say yes to Jesus and to not get out of hell free card, but to get into heaven and experience the eternity with the one and only Jesus Christ himself. So I love this idea of dwelling on the gospel Mm -hmm. and coming back continually Mm -hmm. to the gospel, whether it's you've heard the gospel before, or this is your first or one of the first times I'm drawn to one of the first times that a -hmm. form of the gospel um, enters the scene. And it's actually deliverance of the people of God from Egypt. So we read about Mm -hmm. in the Exodus of the people of, of God, the Israelites were stuck in captivity and they get to, um, 
actually the the river mm-hmm. and um the sorry the sea the red sea the red sea and so they come and I've I've been there and I've seen the red sea Israel borders Egypt and you can look across that where it would have split yeah and what I didn't think about is how that's a s- symbolic of of salvation and water baptisms you know, specifically of any time a, a person is in Christ, mm-hmm. the old is gone. Yeah. The new has come. So it's a process like getting Egypt out of us. <laughs> you know, sometimes you leave Which takes Egypt a lifetime. or every day, yeah, like he's you, saying in the word of God to yeah, less of us, more of him, right? <laughs> leading a life of slavery, leading a life yeah. of captivity. And then this water baptism, this salvation experience, this deliverance out mm-hmm. of captivity into the land of promise, the land of mm-hmm. eternity with yeah. God, the land flowing with milk and honey. And the crossover of that is death to life. Right. right. And um, that's what it's all about at the end of the day is when we start thinking about a legacy. Mm-hmm is we will live forever somewhere. Yeah. And the question then is, where will we live? Yeah. Where will we dwell? Yeah. And there's one thing that the psalmist David asked is that he would dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah. That can be our prayer. That can be your prayer. And it can also be a promised reality Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. those who put their hope in Christ is that they will live eternally with Jesus because of God's love Mm -hmm. that while we were still sinners, he died for us. And I'm just, I'm so, so grateful for the gospel. So, so mm-hmm. grateful for yeah. Roger and Ann Lane, the life of mentorship and discipleship and leadership and evangelism, the wake of blessing that truly is um, yeah. echoing into eternity. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I just want to encourage a listener. I just know I feel this prompted in my heart that if you, if you have had suicidal thoughts or if you've wondered what would this world look like without me, guess what? Don't allow that to be your determining factor of suicide or not. Like let God choose the expiration date he has on your life in the way that he wants. And don't take that into your own hands. I don't know why I just feel like somebody could be listening. That's wondering, does my life really matter? Does God really see me? Does he really care? The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. And if you don't feel appreciated by the people around you, I would say seek out somebody who can help you to whatever degree that is. Um, Roger's choice was not his own, right? Mm -hmm. And that's, he, he, he knew the end was coming, but it was a beautiful way for him to say his goodbyes and his first family to be there. So I would even say, don't take your life when it comes to the eternal factor, like on the side of eternity into your own hands, allow God to determine that for you and live the best life you possibly can. And if you feel like you're down in the dumps and you don't even know that what that means, and you've never even tasted that, I would say, Hey, get in contact with us. There are local churches, there's pastors, there's people that we can connect you to. We're not the answer. And suicide is not the answer. Suicidal thoughts, depression, anxiety. Mm -hmm. We don't want that to have Mm -hmm. any place in your thought life or your um, story. And granted there's elements that we can suffer from mental illness and stuff like that, but we can and do have some controlling factors when it comes to um, the medication side, the hormonal side, whatever you need help in that way. But when it comes to the ultimate decision, allow that to be God's and to know where you're going when you, when you do pass. And when God does call you home, that you leave from one place to the next. So we love the fact that we get to look forward to death. And Paul says it to, to live is gain and to die is gain. Meaning that if I can't be on earth, I'm sharing the gospel. Like I know that I'm going to be in heaven with Jesus. That's right. And if someone's going to be, you know, doing the opposite, like 
to, to stay here on earth and tell people about Jesus and take more people to heaven. Great. And then I'll see Jesus later. So just keep it in mind that we love you. We're praying for you. I know that mental illness is a, is a real thing. Suicidal thoughts. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember what month is suicidal prevention or like awareness, but it is coming up in February, March, somewhere in there because it's a real thing. And we just want to address those elements. So you matter, your life matters. Jesus wants your heart. He wants your future and he wants you presently. So I just don't know why I feel that prompting. So I'm just going to respond to that. If that's you and you do need some extended help, please reach out to somebody you trust, somebody that you know, loves you. Um, if you feel like you don't have those people message us and hopefully we can just encourage you and help you in whatever direction you need to go. We're not the answer, but we can maybe help steer you in the right direction. So it's amazing. And feel free to send us your questions about faith, life, adulting, relationships, finances. Yes. This is the FYI podcast. <laughs>